Ladies and gentlemen, we are now to COVID-19 response. Carpe Noctum 6. We've made it all the way to number 6. And what a time it is to be alive. So with that being said, I'd like to talk to you guys today about COVID-19. Going back through time a little bit, first we had Y2K in year 2000. Everybody was trying to back up their computers and whatnot. And then in 2009, we had the swine flu, which was actually kind of an opposite COVID-19, just in that it was really focusing not on the elderly, because people over 70 seem to have an immune system built for that kind of thing, but it was actually going for younger people. And I know that's not everybody. Obviously, a lot of people were, were affected, but it was just a little, little interesting, interesting to see that. And then in 2012, we had the end of the Mayan calendar, which had kind of that steal your toilet paper type of hysteria going around. Although the next day everyone realized, oh, hey, we're still here. But now we've got COVID-19, a little leftover surprise from December of last year in 2019, still here in 2020 to stay. And that's why I've got a lot of people working from home, kids at home. And now in the OC, everything's pretty much been shut down. So I'm sitting here with my white cheddar popcorn that I grabbed from the grocery store before the hoarders stole my wife. And I've got my Del Taco Macho Pib Extra from Del Taco before they closed up. So uh, here I am. I'm just kidding. Cynthia's okay. But I'm here at home and I'd like to keep you guys company and give you some information and hopefully some good news because it's not all doom and gloom out there, party people. So without further ado, Carpe Noctum 6, COVID-19 response. Alright, first off, let's cover what is the coronavirus. Now, the CDC is responding to an outbreak of respiratory disease caused by a novel, aka new, coronavirus that was first detected in China and which has now been detected in more than 100 locations internationally, including the US, which is what we're all dealing with right now. The virus has been named SARS-CoV-2, and the disease has been named Coronavirus Disease 2019 as well. And there's Charlie adding a little bit of his two cents. I think he just said it's actually abbreviated as COVID-19. Thank you, Charlie. Now, the complete clinical picture with regard to COVID-19 is not fully known. Reported illnesses have ranged from very mild, including some with no reported symptoms, to severe, including illnesses resulting in death. I believe the American death toll is now at 100 I know that in China and other nations in the world, it's gotten quite a bit higher than that. And I believe the world count as of March 16 was 6,800 cases confirmed. Although experts at the CDC really believe this number is quite a bit higher because we can't confirm who all has it as we're not able to test everyone at the moment. So that number could very well be much higher. Now, while information so far suggests that most COVID-19 illness is mild, out of China suggestions believe that serious illness occurs in 16% of cases. So older people and people of all ages with the severe chronic medical conditions like heart disease, lung disease, diabetes, for example, these people are at higher risk of developing serious COVID-19 illnesses. So that's pretty much the lowdown. And and you guys are aware of this. You know that COVID-19 for the vast majority of us is not going to be too difficult. But for those loved ones of yours who are older, who are above that 65 year age and who also have underlying diseases, they do need to be extremely safe, which is why we're practicing so many different things right now to keep everyone distance. 
All right, next up, we want to cover where it originated and where it has spread to. So, also the question of why is it a pandemic? Now, the original place that this all started was in Wuhan, China. So this is just a part of China. China is a huge country, but in Wuhan, China, that is where it started. Now, it quickly spread through China as they were unable to pin the sickness on the new disease that was COVID-19 until it was too late. So in some of the CDC articles, they've been relaying that first, the goal is oftentimes containment to stop the spread so that it stays in one area. But then after that, it's just mitigating or lessening the effects of such a disease. So with COVID-19 in Wuhan, they were unable to contain it. So it ended up spreading to other provinces, but they have since been working on mitigating it, slowing it down. Now, I do want to first give some positive shout outs because Japan and Taiwan have responded extremely fast and efficiently and are doing extremely well at the moment comparatively. So it's obviously comparing this to the rest of the world, but they're doing a good job of keeping people you know, safe from COVID-19. And also Japan and Taiwan both have older countries, older nations than America. And what I mean by that is the majority of their citizens are, are older than ours. So that means they have a lot more older people, just, just how it goes. America is a, a little bit of a younger nation. You guys can look up those numbers and stats yourself. I'm not going to go through all that because I'll be here forever. Now, two countries that did not do super well are Italy and Korea. And I mean, I'm talking about South Korea specifically with North, North Korea, you know, information is always going to be spotty, kind of difficult to get. But we know that in Italy and, and South Korea, they're really at the fight of their lives right now, really trying to do as much as they can. Their hospitals are, are being stretched quite a bit. They've had to create a lot of makeshift hospitals, which is what China did. China is actually right at the moment. They're able to start closing down their makeshift hospitals, those pop-ups, and go back to just the regular hospitals that they had set up, which is it's a really cool thing. Now, in America, the reason why Trump has issued for this next 15 days until the end of March 31st, 2020, he has issued 15 days to basically lower, lessen, and fight against the whole COVID-19 spread. So these 15 days of having everybody stay inside, don't spread around, don't go to family events, don't go to church, don't go to school, don't go anywhere. Basically, all that is so that we cannot get to the point where Italy and Korea got to where they just kept spreading and things like that. I've also read it's interesting there are some countries where it's spread to, such as in England, where they're hoping on a immunity that would be built up in the public by just allowing it to spread. So this this is an, an older way of thinking. The CDC and, and WHO, or the World Health Organization, they do not support this, but it's allowing your population to be infected so that everyone, as many people who are going to get it, get it, and then this type of infection or disease spreads, and then they build up immunities. Those who die, die, and then everybody else is stronger for it. It's it's not something we do anymore. So Britain pulled back really fast. They are not still doing this, but for a second they were trying that. And you know, it sounds it sounds like an interesting idea, but again, it's it's not something that would ever fly in America, and that's not what we're doing. That's why we're doing social distancing. We're working on staying home and things like that so that it doesn't spread more than it already has. Now, the word pandemic is after epidemic. So epidemic means it's a lot of sicknesses happening in a single country, single place of origin. So like in China, it started as an epidemic. Now, once it spreads to have these same diseases in different countries across different continents as it is now, it becomes an epidemic. An epidemic is an increase in a population of a certain sickness. So this started in China and Asia, and it now has spread to the rest of the world. So that's why it's an epidemic. Um, I also read 
a bit talking about, first off, there's many different coronaviruses. This is COVID-19. That's why they put that 19 on it. It's specifically from the year, you know, December 2019. And there's been coronaviruses in the past. It's just this is a new, that's why they say it's a novel. Novel just means it's a new strand. And that's the difficulty in, in fighting back against it because it's so new. Now, as you guys know, it's spreading around the world. But if you can do your best to follow these things that the CDC has given us, we should be able to come out of it sooner and quicker than other countries that have been much more relaxed. So that's why a lot of times medical professionals would love to urge more instead of less reaction. So they want, they say overreaction is good. Now, overreaction in being safe and healthy can be good according to the CDC, but we've got to remember to keep fear out of it, be smart, be intelligent, but also have empathy for your fellow human during this time. So this whole thing where people are just stocking up on toilet paper, it's it's not that the supply of toilet paper is low. It's that too many people who are healthy are taking it to where not everyone else can get to it. So that kind of a response is much more fearful and it's much more apocalyptic. And if you're Christian, you already know there's going to be crazy stuff happening. This is the end times. We know that the world is going towards that route. We know that Jesus is going to return and he's going to save everybody who's who's living right and who's got the Holy Ghost, who's baptized in Jesus' name and all that stuff. Read your Bible, Acts 2.38. But the point is, we know this stuff is coming, so it's not our place to have fear. It says in the Bible, we don't need to have fear because we know God is with us. We know his spirit is with us. So pray, don't be fearful, live righteously, live above it. And when people look to the church, be a shining beacon, a shining light. Don't be like the rest of the world and the media who is creating mass hysteria. We don't need to do that. But we can also be smart, which is why we're doing the things we're doing. Anyhow, so that's basically the origination, which was Wuhan, China. Although, as you heard earlier, I said it was it's called the SARS-CoV-2. So SARS is another disease that was earlier. So this kind of came out of the SARS-CoV-2. It's part of that. But now it's COVID-19. It's, it's different. So again, that's how diseases and viruses work. They like to adjust and change to the population. And then they are able to take down more people. They're bad stuff, people. They're bad stuff. But that's, that's the world we live in today. And now you know. Here we are, how to stay safe. So I have three things that I'd like to give you guys on staying safe. And these things are partly from the CDC and different health organizations. And then they're partly from me because I want to give you guys stuff too. Number one, stay home if you are sick. If not for you, then for the elderly over 60 or 65 and those with underlying health issues. Remember, we're staying home when we're sick because we want to make sure that this thing goes away. Contact your healthcare provider, contact Kaiser, whoever you're with, and let them know. <clears throat> let them know what you got and see what it is and let them quarantine you or whatever they got to do. Because if you're sick, you could have it. You could not have it. It could be something else. There's people I know who have gotten sick. They thought it was COVID. It was just a cold, something else. So, hey, do your due diligence. If you're sick, stay away from people. Get it figured out. Do what you got to do, and you'll come out of it. I know that... Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, I think her name is, they both had COVID-19 in Australia. They're filming that Elvis Presley movie right now, although that's been on pause as well. They went to the hospital, they did what they had to do, and they came out and they said, hey, we, you know, we, we were confirmed, we got COVID-19, well, we have some cold symptoms and, and flu symptoms, but they're they're okay and they're coming through it. And now they're, they're at, not at home, but they're at a rental 
and they're they're getting better. So again, do what you got to do to get better, but stay away from people if you're sick. Number two, wash your hands for 20 seconds and use those hand sanitizers that you see around when possible, unless they've all been stolen. And make sure the hand sanitizers are 60% alcohol. That's an important thing, guys. You you can't just simply rub your hands with vodka. It's not going to work, all right? You've got to make sure that you've got sanitizer. This is health stuff, all right? But the reason they say hands is because a lot of times the way we spread these things is by what we touch. We touch dirty surfaces and all that. So cleaning your home is good too. But again, keep your hands clean as much as possible. Don't be nasty. So yeah. Number three, don't freak out. This is my favorite one because it's by me. In England, it was keep calm, carry on. But here, I'm telling you, don't freak out. This is a version of the flu. It's more deadly than the flu, but the vast majority will be fine. And if you don't want to believe the science of all of it, which is 80% of you guys that do get it are going to be cool and okay. The other ones are going to have more serious issues, but death is not, it's not even 6%. So the point is, most of us are going to be fine and not all of us are going to get it. There's a percentage around, they say 30 to 40% of America is not even going to get it. So don't freak out. You're going to be fine. Don't make it hard on everyone else who's trying to get their stuff like their toilet paper, you animals. And let's let's pray and let's trust God if you're if you're Christian. And if you're not, maybe it's time to read that Bible because uh, stuff's getting crazy around here and the Bible predicted it. God already called it. So, like I said, don't freak out. Let's all let's all remember to be human. Let's be empathetic and be caring, all right? Let's not get back to those base animal instincts. So that's my three steps on how to stay safe during this crisis. Guys, real quick on my sources, I've tried to stick to the CDC, I've tried to stick to WHO, but I have got some information today from other sources such as the media, and when I say media, I mean not the extremely scientifically founded media, and I know they do, the reporters do their due diligence, they try to study, but I'm just saying some of these sources have been from, it's just it's just news, it's the news. So I want to give you something from USA Today. Now, USA Today, and this is more of a, you know, dark and doom and gloom type thing, but the U.S. death toll rose to 69, although as of this moment, it's actually 100, so it's 31 more, with more than 3,770 known cases as of Monday morning. So it's it's now Tuesday night. The global death surge passed 6,500. So keep those numbers in mind. They may be a little bit higher now, but really it's, it's over 6,500 for the global death count. And I just wanted to go through some of the CDC's older information on different different things that we've seen before because I want to give you guys a comparison so you can understand kind of where COVID-19 fits compared to things like H1N1, pandemic of 09, which was the swine flu, and then also, you know, other things like the, the regular flu or people getting sick from what we call influenza. That's the regular flu, shortened flu, although it's influenza. Okay, here we go. So 6,500 global death so far from COVID-19. Now, for the swine flu, it was very different because during the time, few young people had any existing immunities, so they didn't have an antibody response for the swine flu. But nearly one-third of people over 60 had antibodies against the virus, likely from exposure to an older H1N1 or an older type of virus from the same family. Now, since it was different, vaccination with seasonal flu vaccines offered little cross-protection against this swine flu. So that means, you know, when you get your flu shot, if you do, 
if you get your flu shot, well, that, that was not going to help you with the swine flu. It wasn't going to do much. So while this was different, though, it started peaking with the amount of people getting it in late November. And at this time, we've got 60.8 million cases, which were estimated from this. Now, this range is really 43.3 million to 89.3. So we're going with 60.8 million. That's how many people got swine flu. That's all over the world. 274,304 hospitalizations, which is between 195 and 402. So again, they average it. They get that 274. And 12,469 deaths in the U.S. due to H1N1. So that means, and that number is, it is between 8,000 and 18,000, but they went for 12,469. So this is how many people died. 12,469 people died in the U.S. alone. And I got to backtrack a little bit. That 60.8 million cases was how many people in the U.S. actually got swine flu. All these numbers were U.S. That's what I'm trying to focus on. So global death for COVID-19 is 6,500 right now. Over that, we could, let's say 7,000. That's that's closer to what it's going towards. Now, the death count in the U.S. alone from swine flu was 12,469. So as you see, just a little bit of difference. Obviously, you know I'm trying to show this in swine flu was worse, COVID-19 isn't as worse. And of course, I'm not going to try to you know, lighten the subject by being like, hey, nobody worry, let's all go outside. Let's have a huge group of like 50,000 people get together. I'm not trying to do something like that, but I'm just trying to get everybody to kind of, yes, you're worried, we know, but let's let's stay focused. Let's do what we can do to combat it and let's move on. Let's keep calm and carry on. Let's do it. We can beat this. Additionally, the CDC estimated, now we're moving on, 151,000 to 574,000 people worldwide died from H1N1. So that means globally, all these people, 80% of those deaths were estimated to have occurred in people 65 or younger. So 80% of those possibly 151,000 to 574,000 people dying of swine flu were young, whereas this one is opposite. So that's another interesting difference or comparison. This differs greatly from the typical seasonal flu, during which 70 to 90% of deaths are estimated to occur in those 65 or older. So again, the regular flu goes in 65 or older. Swine flu was under 65, the majority. And now COVID-19, again, is 65 or older. So it's, it's interesting to see these comparisons. The CDC estimates that the burden of illness during 2018 and 2019, so I went back last to 2018-19 for this is now influenza. We're done with swine flu. We're comparing influenza to COVID-19. Now, during 2018 and 19, they included about 35.5 million people getting sick with influenza at that time. 35.5 million people. 16.5 million people going to a healthcare provider for their illness. 490,600 hospitalizations. So, you know, people right now are getting hospitalized. 34,200 deaths from influenza in 2018 and 2019. So again, guys, we're not making light of COVID-19, but we're also not going to lose our heads and go crazy. We've got to stay calm. If we want to get through this, okay. We don't need to go ham on the supermarkets because you know who that hurts is the old people who are trying to go get toilet paper and everybody else is taking them. And I keep going back to that because it's the most practical, simple thing that reminds me that we're going a little too nutso with the media's coverage. And we need to have more knowledge of this. We need to know more about it and we need to be more aware of it, which is why I wanted to go through this comparison between swine flu, 
the regular flu and COVID-19. So hopefully you learned something from these numbers. All right, let's go over a couple different responses. Now, this this whole pod is really my response. You guys are hearing everything I think, everything I've learned, and everything I know. So I'm going to go over a couple different things. So first off, the government, and I mean the federal government, I mean this is coming from the big one, from you know Trump's group. Now, they have just passed coronavirus relief bill, so this was actually bipartisan, so that's interesting. you got Democrats and Republicans agreeing on it, which encouraged kids to go to school remote, discourage travel, and also it's it's providing some monetary response to all this. So they're trying to help by helping with sick pay and things like that, trying to lean on businesses and, and workplaces to help people more. And there's a couple other things possibly coming down the way, such as there may be a well, first off, taxes are pushed back. They're not due April 15th. They're going to be due a little bit later. And then also you can waive off some more things and you may get a check in the government to give you money, basically possibly $1,000 because of the whole two weeks right now that we're all going to be off. So, hey, there's some good stuff coming from the government. Now, as a Republican-minded person, I should say, I'm wondering where's the money going to come from because obviously, you know, normally things like that come through taxes or whatnot, but we don't know. But right now, I know that if they do give us those checks, it's probably going to be money ingested into the currency right now, into the, the economy right now. So basically, there's a certain amount of dollars out there. There would then be more dollars. They would just throw more money out into America, which if you know anything about that, that's going to bring into ideas like inflation, deflation, stuff like that. We're not going to go into the economics of that, but it's just it's just a thought passing my mind. But hey, there's a coronavirus relief bill. The government's doing something. And... Moving on, we also know that CDC is discouraging groups of 50 or more. Gavin Newsom of CA discourages groups of 250 or more. But Trump has just kind of upped that because he was at about 10. But now you guys know a lot of this information now has changed just of today because of the whole 15-day push to really get rid of this thing. So for the next two weeks until March 31st, there's really very, very little contact. And OC in California, which is where we're at, Orange County, that's, that's where they're cracking down saying hey stay home everybody two weeks stay home so going back to it before all this craziness disneyland closed down for the fourth time in history and it's the longest closure though at this time the first disneyland closure was in 1963 after the death of jfk as a day of mourning the second closure of disneyland was the northridge earthquake in 1994 and the most recent closure was in 9 11 in 2001 after the terrorist attack so now we got another closure and it's all because of COVID-19. Thank you, COVID-19. So that's all the responses from the world. Those are the different institutions. And of course, you guys know there's a lot more out there, but I just want to stick with that. And I guess on a local level, the responses is Walmart, Target, Albertsons. All these guys are just trying to stay ahead of the curve with all these people just bum rushing them for food and things like that. I know Cynthia and I went grocery shopping yesterday and spent quite a bit on groceries but we you know it's whatever was left you know it's whatever that was there so some of the stuff is the more expensive because you know people grab the cheapest stuff first that's just kind of how it goes but hey i've got some stromboli hot pockets which i never buy because they're like six dollars but hey here i am cheapo depots coming up to be rich but anyhow that's kind of how things are going right now so grab where you can I mean, I, I found my toilet paper at 7-Eleven. i telling you guys that's where I found it. I don't know if it's still there because I'm pretty sure now 7-Eleven's even getting hit. But 
That's where I got it. We're ending it with the Bible's response, the most important. Now, guys, I've picked my verse today very carefully from the book of Joshua. It has nothing to do with the fact that my name is Joshua, but it says in Joshua 1.9, NIV, New International Version, or the nearly inspired version, if you want to roll that way. It says this, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, or do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So guys, don't be afraid. In this time, we know the world's crazy. There's a lot of hysteria. There's a lot of nuts, nutso stuff going around. People are freaking out, but we do not need to freak out because God is on our side. And if you know the heart of the Lord, you know that God cares for each and every one of us. It says also in the Bible that if he's going to provide for birds, if he's going to provide for animals, then what more is he going to do for his human sons and daughters so he cares about you guys so much more than he cares about anything else in the universe so remember that during this time god is taking care of you god is with you he's watching out for you he's taking care of your family and friends as well it's not just you and you know what you guys can do is you can pray and prayer changes things much prayer much power little prayer little power no prayer no power so right now read your bibles pray take this time this slow down for the next two weeks to really dig into your relationship with God. Really dig into your reading. Get some books. Get some podcasts. Start slowing down and thinking. Clean your house. Clean your house. It is dirty in there. God wants a clean heart and a clean home. Cleanliness is next to godliness, and I have no idea where that's from. I know it's not the Bible, but maybe it is. Oh, jeez, I might have looked a fool right there. But anywho, the point is... God has got your back. God cares about you. And if you're not a Christian, hey, you can still pray. You can still talk to God. He'll respond. He's still there for you. He loves you. When you talk to him, he made you already. So even if you don't know it, he cares about you. He loves you. You're his son. You're his daughter. So let's use these next two weeks to really get close to God. If it gets extended, hey, let's get closer to God. This is not the time to lose our heads. It's not the time to freak out. And it's not the time to be run around pointing fingers at people i hear there's there's more racism in the world now because people are blaming chinese or come on what is this we are smarter than this we're wiser than this and the bible it's been warning us about this so now is the time to come together care for each other be kind don't lose your heads if you find yourself on aisle four in a fist fight with an elderly woman over toilet paper you have done something wrong so guys Let's help each other. Let's protect each other. Let's care for each other. Let's love on each other in and out of the world. Democrat, Republican, old, young, old, yeller, anything. Black, white, red, blue, purple, Crayola. Let's love everybody. Let's care for everybody. And let's get out of this thing okay. And guys, you know me. I've joked quite a bit. And if you've got some hate or anger, then please bottle it up and keep it away from me because I don't need to hear that right now. But... We've got to laugh. We've got to have a good time. We've got to try to keep our wits about us and enjoy everything that life has for us. Because, guys, if this is the worst thing that comes our way in 2020, we can survive. I remember when we were dealing with ISIS, and that was that was pretty scary. Now, we didn't close down things, but, again, disease kind of hits us all. It's, it kind of equalizes everybody. So, 
Let's take care of each other. Let's love each other. And let's not be fearful. All right, guys. That's it on the COVID-19 response from me. So if you want to leave us a like or a comment or anything, jump on the Instagram, please. That's where you go. That's where you hit it up. Hit me up with anything you want to say. Share this with people if you feel it. And also, if you're interested in coming on and you want to be on the podcast, I've got a lot of a lot of time coming up. So hit me up. Maybe we can do something over the phone or we can do something over Anchor or, or whatever. But let me know and, and we'll get something going. All right, guys. Stay safe out there and have a good one. God bless. Veggie might everywhere.